Psalm 121, a song of ascent. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not, the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your coming and going, both now and forevermore. Amen. Well, it's great to be with you uh, here uh, again. Uh, it was summer a couple of years ago. I was uh, on the beach uh, here in England, I think it was Studland, and um, therefore it was raining, and people were doing their best to try and uh, make it look as if they were enjoying uh, themselves. Uh, thankfully, I was with my in-laws, who take Sandcastle building to the next level. They uh, sort of cordon off a, a section of the beach. They bring real shovels and uh, children aren't allowed anywhere near until we'd be at the biggest sandcastle on the beach. I'm fully engaged uh, in this. And then at some point I get a tap on the shoulder from my wife. We've got four young kids and she says, where's Reuben, our third boy, who was about two and a half at the time? No sign of him. I start to run uh, about 20 metres up one side of the beach, looking everywhere I can for him. No sign of him. Come back to where we started. Can't see him anywhere. 20 metres in the other direction. No sign of him. Come back to where we built this huge sandcastle and he's still not there. And in my mind, I'm shouting, help. It's one of those moments when the security that we kind of live with, thinking that if we just put one step before the other, everything will stay the same, just gets taken out from underneath us. And we're asking, where can we get help? That's what this psalm is all about. Do you see it in verse one? Where does my help come from? And this psalm really starts off uh, where we left Psalm 120, if you were with us a couple of weeks ago, in despair. Uh, remember, the Psalms 120 onwards for about 15 are a collection of Psalms called the Psalms of Ascent. And they are songs that God's people sing while they are on their way to Jerusalem at feast times. And at the end of Psalm 120, God's people were looking around in, a, in despair at a hostile culture. It was saying that we're for peace, but, but people around us seem to be for war. But now, in Psalm 121, God's people are looking up in despair at the hostile mountains, verse 1, looking up to the mountains. Now, the mountains were a place where people worshipped false gods, idols like the sun or the, the moon, where they relied on all kinds of quick fixes, insurances, remedies, and they're asking, where can I get help? Now, in the mountain ranges of Westminster, the idols for us are probably not the sun and the moon. Uh, but they can be financial. If we've got enough for our retirement, then all will be well. If interest rates stay low, then all will be well. Or they can be physical. If I just eat the right superfoods and keep trim, then all will be well. 
They can be relational. If I just had the right partner who could meet all of my emotional needs, all will be well. And yet when another pessimistic statement from the Bank of England uh, comes out, when we take another pessimistic look in the mirror, when we feel pessimistic about our relationships, we can ask the question, where can I find help? And the answer in Psalm 121 is not from better finances, not from a better physique, not from better relationships, but verse 2, my help comes from the Lord. The Lord who made the resources we covet, who made the muscles that I wish were bigger, and who made the people that we crave relationships from. My help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and the earth. Floyd Mayweather Jr., you may have heard of, is a professional boxer, and this year was voted the greatest pound-for-pound boxer of the last 25 years. He's won 12 world titles, undefeated as a professional. This is a man more adept at punching people in the face than any other living human being. And yet, for some reason, Floyd Mayweather Jr. thinks that he needs a bodyguard. And so he hires uh, possibly the biggest bodyguard in existence. He towers over Floyd Mayweather Jr. And the message, if you see him and his bodyguard, is do not mess with me. And the message of this psalm is do not mess with the Lord. Because this God can give us, and there are three points on the back of your your sheet if you want to refer to them, this God can give us around-the-clock protection. In other words, he never takes his eyes off of you. Back to the the psalm itself, verse 3. He will not let your foot slip. He who watches over you will not slumber or uh, sleep. Uh, Foot slip means he will keep us safe on the journey of life because he never takes his eyes off off of us. Last year, President Mugabe was returning from an AU, an African Union uh, meeting, you know, that 54-nation organisation he was chairman, and he was addressing his adoring uh, supporters at Harare Airport, and he tripped and fell. You may have heard the story in the news. 30 bodyguards failed to catch him. They were all immediately fired, and one source said that they were quite simply caught napping. They let his foot slip, quite literally. And yet God doesn't take his eyes off of us. Even world-class bodyguards lose their concentration. When uh, Tony Blair was uh, uh, Prime Minister, of course he had elite bodyguards looking after him. Uh, And yet one of them went to Starbucks, uh, decided that before they got their coffee they would go to the toilet, undid their belt, put their Glock pistol on the side by the sink, uh, left the toilet, bought a coffee, left Starbucks, and then half an hour later was desperately trying to retrace their steps to find the pistol that they left in the toilet at Starbucks. Even the best bodyguards lose concentration, but not the Lord. He is in a class of his own. He never takes his eyes off of you. Even friends cannot be there for us all the time. And you'll know that feeling when you really need someone at the end of the phone and you ring and there's no answer. Or, or, or even more, you, you ring the person you think will be able to help and you put the phone down and they just haven't been able to give you what you need at that time. Not so, the Lord. If you're a Christian here today, hear the Lord singing to you. You are too good to be true. Can't take my eyes off of you. Around the clock, protection. 
Okay, so, so it's around the clock, but how good is this protection? Second thing, it's unmatchable. It's unmatchable protection. In other words, no other protection in the world can compare. Verse 5, the Lord watches over you. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. This is shield uh, language. And in verse 6, the sun will not harm you by day, nor the moon by night. Remember, we started talking about the the idols, the gods that people would have been fearful of or been looking uh, to. And these verses are saying, look, any powers that people might look to, any powers that we might be tempted to worry about, are no match for the protection of the Lord. They just don't match up to it. So President Putin is at a security summit in South Africa three years ago. He's heading through the security scanner. And he's got his bodyguard behind him. Apparently, this bodyguard is never more than two paces behind President Putin because he has a suitcase uh, shackled to his wrist that has the nuclear codes in for uh, Russia. And uh, as Putin passes through the security scanner, so his bodyguard tries to pass through behind him. Uh, But a a South African security guard puts his hands out to try and stop him. Apparently this is breaking protocol. But of course the Russian security guard simply pushes him out the way. (laughs) No match for him. And these verses are saying that, that the Lord is no match for those who we may feel stand against stuff. There are no power in heaven or in earth that can touch the Christian without the permission of the living Lord. They are no match. So the wrath of the EU when Brexit is triggered, no match for the living Lord. The wrath of ISIS, no match for the living Lord. Donald Trump, no match for the living Lord. The person whose phone call you dread the most, No match for the living Lord. The person whose anger frightens you the most. No match for the living Lord. Hear this. If trouble wants to get to you today, if you're a Christian, it has to come through the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say it again. If trouble wants to get to you today, if you're a Christian, it has to come through the Lord Jesus Christ. Because the protection of the Lord is unmatchable. But, maybe this is going through your head, in his wisdom he lets trouble through. I said at the beginning, my son went missing. We get sick. Friends die. So how safe are we really? Answer, eternally safe. Because the Lord offers eternal protection. That is to say, he protects our souls into eternity. So verse 7 The Lord will keep you from all the harm. He will watch over your life. Now, it's obvious he can't mean that nothing bad happens because in the previous psalm it ended by saying, uh, we're for peace, but but everyone around me is for war. It can't mean that nothing bad happens. So what does it mean? Verse 8. The Lord will watch over your coming and your going, both now and forevermore. You see, this... Watching over your life in verse 7 is connected with this coming and going forever in verse 8. In other words, this is a protection that goes beyond the physical into the eternal. Jesus says something similar in Luke 21. It's not on your sheets, but let me read it to you. Just one verse. Jesus said to his disciples this, 
You will be betrayed, even by parents, brothers, sisters, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. Everyone will hate you because of me. Jesus is saying, if you're a Christian, bad stuff may happen, but not a hair of your head will perish. Stand firm and you will win life. Is Jesus just mad? How can he say in the same verse, you may die, but not a hair on your head will perish? Because the Lord is making a cast iron promise to protect the life that is truly life, our eternal life. And it's cast iron because Jesus Christ destroyed the biggest enemy of all. He reached down into the darkness of death and destroyed it. And so we can trust his cast iron um, promise to protect life that is really life, eternal life. Father and son are driving off-road in the desert in Chile. And as they're driving along, they uh, spotted uh, these tar pits, which apparently line uh, the sides of the road in that part of Chile. And as they were seeing these tar pits, the the young son sees something struggling in one of these pits of tar. And so they pull over the car to investigate. And as they walk closer to it, they see that there is a dog stuck in this pit of tar. Worse still, this dog has been put into a sack, tied up, and plunged into it so that there was no way he could escape. Well, wonderfully, this Chilean father and son pull out this bag, free this dog, get themselves covered in grime and dirt and muck in the process, and the dog survives. And that that pit is a little bit of a picture of what death is like for you and for me. It's the thick sludge of death that, that we cannot escape. And day after day after day, we see friends and family go under and never return. And yet, wonderfully, God the Father and God the Son looked over at death. And out of love, Jesus Christ came down to earth. And on the cross, just like that dog, he went down into the pit of death and got covered in the grime of our sin and our shame and our dirt. But unlike that dog, the pit couldn't hold him. And three days later, he rose again, out of the pit. And everyone who trusts in him is pulled out of death with him. Here's the bottom line. If he will do that for us, he will not abandon us now. And anything that he allows to come to us is somehow for the good of his kingdom. Eternal protection. This psalm is massive for me. And I, I don't know, I recently have had this kind of low-level anxiety. I don't know if it's because of middle age, I don't know if it's because I have ill parents... I don't know if it's because of my medical background that makes me just constantly look at worst-case scenarios. I'm not sure what it is. But, but I find that I have this kind of low-level anxiety, waking up thinking, are things going to be okay? And Psalm 121 says to me, Jason, look past your problems to your protector. Trouble may come, but only trouble that is sanctioned, signed off, approved, by the Lord Jesus Christ. And no matter how bad it gets, no matter how thick the sludge, no matter how tall the mountain, no matter how scary the enemy, victory is around the corner. Because the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, 
verse 8, will watch over your coming and your going for how long? Both now and forevermore. Let's bow our heads and pray. I lift up my eyes to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. So loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for reminding us afresh of what your protection is like, that it is indeed uh, around the clock, that it is indeed unmatchable, and it is indeed a, a protection that extends beyond this life into eternity. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the truth that no trouble can come to us today unless it comes through the Lord Jesus Christ. So we pray that we would go out into whatever we face as we go to our desks, as we go to our select committees, as we go to our presentations, our meetings this afternoon, knowing that you are with us, you never forsake us, and you keep us safe for all that really matters. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.